It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on thunder, your daily Oklahoma city thunder podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. It's the June 20th episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. After taking a day off, we are back, and we thank you very much for making us a part of your day. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., and uh, the reason we took a day off is, well, there wasn't just a whole lot going on, Thunder, and I had some personal business to attend to, so I apologize for that, because we do say here on the Locked on Thunder podcast and the Locked on Network, We are your team every day, so hopefully you had a chance to binge and catch up on the Locked on Thunder podcast, and if you didn't, there's always time to do that at LockedOnThunder.com, and uh, what else was I going to tell you? We also say it's the local experts on the biggest stories, and of course, the biggest story remains Paul George, and we're going to hit on that in segment number one as Chris Broussard and Colin Cowherd discussed Paul George's future. Both of them believe he's going to be a Laker, but both of them also said some things that if I'm Paul George, if I listen to them and I believe what they say about myself, it makes me want to stay in Oklahoma City that much more. So we're getting to that in segment number one. We will also talk about the biggest news in the NBA in segment number one, which is Greg Popovich flying out to California and meeting with Kawhi Leonard and how reluctant is Kawhi to have this sit down with Greg Popovich. It almost sounds like Kawhi is avoiding it the way you would avoid a sit down with Michael Corleone or Tony Soprano. He's even told friends that he didn't want to meet with Popovich. We'll discuss why that is. That's your segment number one. Segment number two, I'm going to get back into the Brian Davis thing. And I realized in talking about the Brian Davis situation On Monday, it's still very hard for me not to take that personally. And one, I feel for Brian. I'm going through that situation. I know how hard it is to get a full-time job in this business. 
And I just feel for Brian right now. So I want to talk a little bit more about that and maybe what Thunder fans might want out of the next guy that comes aboard. Although I will tell you, I'm not really happy even just remotely discussing that because I still wish Brian Davis was here doing the play-by-play. And then Sam Presti's expected to talk on Thursday. We'll discuss that. And then we'll wrap things up talking about the Brooklyn Nets getting Dwight Howard, what that does for them, and where Dwight Howard's career is as it stands. Like, if we were to write the book on Dwight Howard's career, ultimately, what would it say? My name is Eric G. I am your host for Locked on Thunder. I did radio in Oklahoma City for a while, hosted a lot of Thunder Post games. I'm a credential member of the media. I also help out another publication called Thunder Digest. But Chuck Cheney is the man on that. And I would simply ask that if you like what you hear, go to LockedOnThunder.com. Check out all our podcasts, as well as our archived audio and video from players, coaches, and general manager Sam Presti. And also, there's a great one from Mo Cheeks that I may tweet out again this week talking about getting into the Hall of Fame because I just think it's it's good stuff. It's evergreen, as we say, in broadcasting. Although I am podcasting, but I'm still making a, a living using a microphone. Anyway, let's jump into segment number one. Listening to a little bit of Chris Broussard and Colin Cowherd discuss Paul George. If I'm Paul George and I heard a single word these guys said about my future and what I believe about myself then I am staying in Oklahoma City because there really is no reason for me to go to Los Angeles under the circumstances that they said Ford. You're saying, okay, well, what circumstances did they said Ford? Essentially, Chris Broussard said that it's Paul George's family, wife, mother, whoever is involved, pushing him to go out to Los Angeles. And I would understand if you're a wife and you're from there, or you just like the idea of living in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills or wherever you're going to live playing for the Lakers, that's certainly got to be extremely appealing. And if you're Paul George's mother or you're any one of Paul George's relatives and you were close to him, having having him home is awesome. And watching him being in a Lakers uniform, that has got to be second to none on dreams that you've had and dreams that he's had. But the crux of this conversation was about that Paul George doesn't like being the face of an organization. And if Paul George goes to Los Angeles and this big three is formed with him and Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James, Paul George is number three. And as much as I like Kawhi Leonard, I sort of think it's 2A, 2B. At times, Paul can be number two. At times, Kawhi can be number two. I would say Kawhi is the overall better player with a better skill set, but having had interaction and gotten to know Paul George a little bit since he's been here in Oklahoma City, he certainly has the demeanor to be the number two that when things go wrong with the Lakers, he's he's a calming force. And he can talk to rookies and Kawhi and LeBron, and I think everyone would listen because Paul's just got a good head on his shoulders. He's not a guy that, that that's overly emotional and is going to be rash about any... Anything that he does in his in his interactions or dealings with people. So consider him sort of a number two. Maybe not in the fan poll, but certainly within that locker room. He's no worse than 2A or 2B. But if Paul doesn't want to be a face of an organization, 
And as Chris Broussard brought up, and we've brought up several times here on this podcast, that when you've got a guy that is as good as Paul George is, especially shooting threes when it gets late in the game, a guy who has enough moxie, even though over his career hasn't been as successful at it as you would like, can take that last shot, you've got to give him that option. Why go and do it with LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard? It all sounds good. The problem with the Lakers is, and this cannot be stated enough, is, okay, you're you're putting this big three together, but you still have to have pieces around them. The Oklahoma City Thunder have already said that if Paul George comes back, they are committed to doing whatever it takes to keep this team together. And for me, that's not just keeping Paul George, that's keeping Jeremy Grant. It's figuring out what to do with Josh Hustis. That's bringing back a guy like Raymond Felton. And Paul George, who played against the Lakers a few times last year, can tell you that Oklahoma City, if everybody comes back, is much deeper than Los Angeles. And a year of gelling, there is absolutely no doubt that this team is going to be a lot better and just say it here, bold prediction, would finish no worse than third in the NBA with a year together and everybody understanding on the same page. I get it that there's a lot of ifs. So the whole idea of going to Los Angeles, unless you just really want to be a Laker and you just really want to play with LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard, there's no benefit to it now. You're going to be better off staying in Oklahoma City because you're not the face of the organization, but you are a clear number two here in Oklahoma City. You're not even a 2A or a 2B. Your jersey's going to sell a lot. You're going to be much more appreciated in Oklahoma City than, than you will in Los Angeles. That And that's something we haven't even talked about. Laker fans are not going to appreciate you unless you win championships. They'll give you the honeymoon. But they're a lot like Yankee fans. The expectation is so incredibly high that unless you achieve that goal, it's not going to do much for them. And when you achieve that goal, you better do it multiple times. And you better do it at a clip and understand that winning a championship is the ultimate goal of a the ultimate goal of the season and anything else is failure. That's how the Laker rolls. In Oklahoma City, you can win a championship here because it's never been done before. And even if you only win one and you're a big contributor to that, that's a statue outside the peak. That's a jersey hanging in the rafters where the Lakers are just one more guy. And, and, and I don't see Paul George, LeBron James, or Kawhi Leonard going to Los Angeles, becoming a dynasty, and any of them having retired jerseys or statues. It's just, it's hard to imagine. Maybe Kawhi, I guess, because he's the youngest of the three, could possibly do it and be there not only with this big three, but maybe another one that turns over. But you are so much better off in Oklahoma City, at least from an appreciation standpoint, and certainly an organizational standpoint of how much they value you. Now, speaking of value, the Spurs value Kawhi Leonard. Make no mistake about that. There's a reason Greg Popovich is flying out to Los Angeles and not just saying to hell with this guy, let's pull the trigger on it, let's trade it, get what we can, and move on down the road. Because Kawhi Leonard is not a replaceable talent. Or at least he's a very hard talent to replace. And put yourself in Greg Popovich's situation. It's sort of like being with Sam Presti right now talking to Paul George or like Kevin Durant a couple of years ago. You're doing everything you can to keep your team together because you know you're better with this guy than without him. 
And with Greg Popovich, there, there seems to be this, this attitude, this, this opinion that Pop's going to kind of go out there and lay down the law. He's going to pull Mob Boss on him. He's going to go John Gotti, Tony Soprano, and make Kawhi Leonard an offer that he can't refuse, although all things being equal, Kawhi could fu- refuse that offer and decide that he wants to be the La- a Laker or just wants to be someplace else out of San Antonio. But Pop is going to give a recruiting pitch. And that's another reason Kawhi Leonard is avoiding this conversation is because Pop's a very powerful guy. He's the most respected man in the NBA amongst peers, amongst players, and even amongst the media he abuses. People just respect him. He is that... He reminds me of a professor I had at OU by the name of Bill Loving. Hardest professor in journalism school. This dude was just nails. Taught journalism law, which was the hardest class to get past. And he made the toughest test. He expected the most out of his students. And he had no problem calling you out in class when you got things wrong. But that's the guy whose respect we all wanted. Because we saw something in him the way that we all see something else in, in Pop. And Kawhi Leonard knows that. So Kawhi's going to sit down. Kawhi's going to get the recruiting pitch. And that recruiting pitch is going to come with some barbs that are going to make Kawhi feel a little bit bad about himself. And Kawhi's supposedly upset about Tony Parker. But Pop can smooth all that over. But Pop has a way of putting things where not only do you feel bad about yourself and the actions that you've taken, but you want to be better. And if Kawhi really right now is thinking in his head, no, I don't want to go back to San Antonio. Too much drama, too much water under the bridge, can't do it. The last thing he needs to do is sit down with Greg Popovich because by the end of that meeting, Kawhi Leonard is going to want to play for the San Antonio Spurs and it's going to be much harder to change his mind and go back. I just I have a hard time thinking that Pop can burn a bridge so bad that even a guy like Kawhi Leonard, who is extremely headstrong and might be a little sensitive, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hell, I'm sensitive. I'm very sensitive. But you do that, and I think Kawhi Leonard would, would think to himself, well, crap, I got to go back. Now it's out of obligation because this is the last guy on the face of the earth I want to disappoint. So Pop's like your dad. Your dad's hard on you, but the last thing you want to do is disappoint him. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day, even if it's not on Tuesday this week. I pop profusely apologize for that this is your team every day we are part of the locked on podcast network coming up next why i'm going to have a hard time with the thunder season this next year no matter what it's all right here on the locked on thunder podcast we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed for complete draft coverage, go to Locked On NBA on Twitter and check out all the draft coverage podcasts that are coming out. Second to none, second to none draft coverage with the Locked On NBA Network. And of course, there's Locked On Sports for everything Major League Baseball, NFL, and of course, the National Basketball Association. 
this upcoming Thunder season is going to be hard for me no matter what the outcome of it is because Brian Davis is not going to be calling play-by-play. And I don't get to see him when I go to the facility. I don't get to see him at the games. And I don't get to have those conversations. And that's difficult for me to accept. Um, I get it. There's a lot of pe- times that people were critical of Brian. But the one thing that you could always say about him was that he was a really good guy. Really good person. And he would talk to anyone and he would befriend anyone. And he was never shy about sharing his opinion about things that were going on. But there was this, he just always had a great attitude. He just always felt like if you were around Brian, life was going to be better. That's going to be missed. And it's not to say this new guy that can't come into the Oklahoma City Thunder family and be the new play-by-play guy won't be a good guy, won't spread that. But since he's not replacing Brian Davis, at least not for me, and it doesn't mean I won't befriend this guy, it doesn't mean I won't be cordial with him. I mean, who knows? He may hate my guts, but I'll still be cordial with him. Um, It just, and a lot of this is still because there's still a fresh wound with me that I should be over by now, but I'm just not. And anytime I hear about somebody in this business getting let go, it reopens that wound. And I just have... Just, I I feel for that person. I'm extremely empathetic. And when you think about ESPN, and I know I brought this up on the last podcast, there's a lot of very talented people that have gotten let go at ESPN over the last few years that still have not found full-time jobs in broadcasting and in sports media. It's a tough gig to get because your opportunities are so limited right now. And for that... I wish Brian nothing but the best and hope that he does get a job sooner rather than later. Maybe there is something lined up. I haven't talked to Brian, but maybe he knew that this was in the works and was able to get people working. That's what I hope. Hopefully he wasn't blindsided by this. Because when you're blindsided, you absolutely have no time to recover. And then you're out scrambling looking for for all your, your possible options and you just have to hope that everything opens up. The great thing, though, in this situation is, and let's be positive about this, is there are more outlets to at least get your Jones in, which is like, for me, it's podcasting. It's doing some other stuff that I'm that I'm doing right now. So I at least get the Jones in. I don't know how you do it for play-by-play. But Brian, you are class. You are missed. And I want nothing from the best from you. And if you happen to listen to this podcast, brother, just just know that that I have the deepest respect for you in every sense of the word. All right, Sam Presti is going to be speaking on Thursday after the draft. What is he going to talk about? Obviously, the draft picks that the Oklahoma City Thunder have in the second round, but it's hard for me to imagine that a lot of questions are going to center around those picks. I think everybody wants to talk about Paul George, what's going on with the Thunder, Jeremy Grant, what conversations can't be had, what can't be had at this time, because there are certainly NBA rules, and... You're Sam, you're just going to answer him to the best of your ability. I don't know that we'll learn anything more than what we did at the exit interviews, but I might be surprised. We both might be surprised on that because Sam's been a little bit more forthcoming over recent years than maybe he was in the past. It almost feels like right after Kevin Durant decided he was going to make that move to Golden State, Sam Presti opened the door a little bit more and gives us some insight into what he's thinking. And I'm in the minority of this, but I always love a good Sam Presti press conference because it makes you work. It keeps you on your toes. You can't fall asleep during them because you have to sort of weed through everything that Sam says. 
But I'm looking forward, and we'll tell you that right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, we will have highlights from that press conference coming up on the Friday podcast. And tomorrow's podcast, we're going to do everything we can to kind of get to all the stuff that we missed on other podcasts. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And finally, can we close the book? I'll tell you, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. Why we need to close the book on the Brooklyn Nets ever being a big-time free agent destination that's right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I always encourage you to go to LockedOnSports.com and check out the other podcasts as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And with all due respect, I said all due respect, to our friends at Locked On Nets, it is time to stop talking about the Brooklyn Nets being a big-time free agent destination until they prove that they are a big-time free agent destination. Dwight Howard gets traded from the Hornets to the Nets, which is where he's always wanted to go. And we'll get to Dwight Howard in a second. More importantly, the Nets are dumping Timofey Mozgov and they're opening up $17 million and next year, it gives them room for two max contracts. Which the thought with Brooklyn always is from ESPN. And it really is only ESPN because I've never heard NBA TV say this. I've never heard Fox say this. Is that the Nets are going to be a destination job. It's Brooklyn. It's New York. Everybody wants to be a part of it. It would have happened by now. It really would have. What we have to get out of our heads in the NBA, and a lot of people have said this for a long time, is that it's about the city. And and what I was told one time by a guy who did play in the NBA is that players are always going to complain about the nightlife if they're not in New York, Miami, or Los Angeles. But apparently that nightlife in New York still hasn't been enough to attract people to go to either the Nets or the Knicks because they're crappy organizations and there's been nothing from the Nets or the Knicks and you can you 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 have to include them together here sort of like the Yankees and the Mets for for all intents and purposes is that until the Nets can show that they're a better organization than what they are there is absolutely no reason for you as a big-time free agent to step over there because there are places that are set up that are easily more ready-to-made-win situations. All right, so you've got those two max contracts. If I'm a free agent, why am I going there in the East to face the Boston Celtics, which look like a juggernaut for the next five years? If LeBron stays in Cleveland, and we haven't even talked about this, if LeBron stays in Cleveland and is able to somehow orchestrate a trade for Kawhi Leonard to get him to come to the Cavs, 
then the Cavs are still more attractive for free agents to go. If you're Russell Westbrook, you've signed a five-year max. You're out of that conversation. Who are they targeting? Who are the guys? Giannis and Tenenkupo? You're better off playing with that young core with the Bucks. The 76ers have got a good young core together. Where do the Nets fit into this conversation? And it's nice that you have these assets that you can throw over, but essentially what I see happening with the Nets is sort of what I saw happening with the Yankees in the 80s is you're going to go find some guys who are subpar, don't really want to play for your organization, you're going to throw them a whole lot of money, and they're going to come play there, and they're going to produce for you about as well as everybody else has produced for you, which is nada. And it's just, it's just, it's time. It's time to just put the Nets in a room and and there sort of needs to be a moratorium on talking about this until the Nets and Knicks both can actually prove that they can attract big-time free agents and be better-run organizations, we put them on the back burner. And finally, Dwight Howard getting traded to Brooklyn. I'm happy for him because I think that's the place where he's always wanted to go. And it's odd, odd enough to think about this. Less pressure being a net than there is a Laker. And the New York media is still the toughest in all of America. Well, I say that. Boston's pretty tough. Philly's pretty tough. Um, But he's going to be able to go to Brooklyn and and sort of hide out and finish his career. And what do we say about Dwight Howard's career at the end? Good run in Orlando? Disappointment in Los Angeles who couldn't adhere to Kobe's strict ways? Couldn't make it work in Houston with a guy like James Harden, Atlanta, Charlotte, kind of a journeyman at the end of his career. Disappointing. That's the one word that comes out of my mouth with Dwight Howard. It's the most disappointing career I can remember in recent history because I saw Dwight Howard, I saw a world of potential, and maybe I misjudged it. But I also think there were a lot of other people that were covering the NBA that misjudged it as well. When we close the book on him, that's the only word you can use with White Howard is disappointment. And I hope things go well for him in Brooklyn because I kind of like the guy. <laughs> he seems like an easy guy to like. But, wow, for, for all the potential talent he had, the physique, and that multi-billion dollar smile that he had, like the good guy, never panned out. It's just, it's just one of those stories of what might have been. That wraps up the Locked on Thunder podcast today. Tomorrow we'll try and do the all the things that we missed in one podcast. So I've got to go back and check out some of the other podcasts. And if you've heard the podcast and heard me do the intro and can think of some things we've missed, do me a favor, tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O. And until tomorrow, which is Thursday, peace, love, and thunder up. And everybody love everybody like the great Jackie Moon says. Now, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 